Welcome to Craft of Code, a podcast brought to you by Linode that explores the stories of developers, entrepreneurs, and enterprises of all sizes from all over the world who share our mission to make cloud computing simple, affordable, and accessible to all. talk Kubernetes data protection and open source software with someone who's been around the block from virtual machines to cloud native. David Safai is the CEO of Trilio, where he leads a team of industry vets with deep experience helping companies figure out how to keep their data ready for recovery if something awful were to happen. And let's be honest, it somehow always does. David, thanks for joining us. Anything I missed in, describe, in describing what Trilio does? Yeah, no, First off, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a it's an exciting time for for us. Uh, there's a there's a lot going on as people are adopting cloud native technologies. Uh, Trilio is there to to help protect folks uh, and, and allow them to get to production a lot a lot faster. Now, most people think about data protection as backup and recovery, but it's really about bigger issues like making sure your business in, isn't interrupted when bad things happen, right? Yeah, I think you start talking and thinking about things like resiliency, right? Data protection and the way, way we look at it is it's really it's really point in time reorchestration. And, and from that, uh, oh, there's a host full of, of use cases that emerge from that. So when you talk about things like backup or disaster recovery uh, or uh, compliance initiatives or perhaps even test dev, all of these things are use cases from our data protection product. So if data protection is so critical to business success, and we know that it is, why are so many companies the victims of ransom, ransomware and things like cloud outages? Yeah, good question. And it's going to be become a hotter and hotter topic, right, over time, if it's not hot enough already. Um, you know, as people adopt cloud-native technologies, um, you know, there, there's, there comes great empowerment with the ability to, to publish these applications and associated data across a number of different theaters, right? So pick a cloud, one cloud or numerous clouds at, at once. And so what you've done is you really opened yourself up to a number of new attack vectors that you may not have been thinking about before. And uh, so if you're, if you're a company that, that cares about, right, your CSAT score or revenue or getting uh, your, your applications to production faster, all these things are, are really important as we start thinking about uh, the cloud native journey and, and you start thinking about, well, how am I going to defend and recover from things like ransomware? Um, you know, we have a number of conversations with folks where before ransomware was, you know, um, was a secondary thought. Today, it's very different. People are asking the question as they're starting to develop their applications. Security is now in the ability to recover when things go wrong is, 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 a, is a day one or day zero conversation, not necessarily day two conversation anymore. It's a lot of what we see in the, you know, in the, the attraction to multi-cloud uh, architectures with a, lot of, with a lot of our clients as well. You know, we typically think of tech startups launching in the Bay Area or Austin, especially for those of us who have been around for a little bit. But you guys are a Boston company. Seems as though Boston is gaining a little bit of new life as a tech startup hub in the, in the Kubernetes and cloud native area. What's it been like building outside of the typical epicenters? Yeah, well, Boston's Boston's always been a, 
a, a hub of innovation, right? Uh, I think we forget that things like chocolate chip cookies and, and basketball was invented here and microwaves were in, invented here and the World Wide Web right here. Um, and as we think about enterprise software, as we think about things like the cloud, um, a lot of the a lot of the big drivers within that space have been around storage and data protection. Uh, really, have been drivers in this community, right? Uh, you know, Massachusetts is the home to, to things like you know, companies like EMC, as an example. And so, um, innovation's always been here. And as we think about this cloud native world and the adoption of technologies, again, going back to storage or data protection as an example, it's Boston. And, um, you know, I, I think where we are today in, the, in this COVID world, it's allowed us to think beyond geographies and boundaries. So yes, Boston is a hub of innovation too, but it's, it's actually allowed us to also think beyond, you know, down the street to other other areas to be a part of the family that's here and the happy center that that is here. Well, my mom would be disappointed if I did not say this, but go Yankees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you've built Trilio to more or less challenge the status quo. And one of those challenges was successfully transitioning from OpenStack to Kubernetes while maintaining a strong presence in both markets. So we often see, you know, one or the other. Why the decision to stay active with both? So that's a good, that's a good question. And, and I actually push back and say, we see both together in a lot of instances. So the, the journey, this cloud native journey, right? Um, we saw it begin in the OpenStack realm. And Trulia was built from the ground up to protect cloud native applications. We happened to actually just start it on the on the OpenStack side. And you know, it's it's funny because when we started that that path and that journey with a lot of very, very large logos around the world, we were actually kind of born globally, uh, protecting very sensitive environments. Um, you know, a lot of folks initially would say, you know, this is this is this is the cloud, this is virtualization, we care about stateless things. Why do I need data protection? In in time, you find that statefulness always finds its way in. <laughs> you you adopt databases or you bring uh, legacy applications in, and you find that you know old Bessie, who was that that cow, now becomes the family pet. And um, that same thing has happened today. And we you know, we chuckle. It's it's kind of like uh, Groundhog's Day, the movie with, with Bill Murray. Um, we, we've seen the story. And when people started to build their Kubernetes applications, they said, ah, it's going to be a stateless environment. So we laugh. We say, stay full. We'll always find its way in, right? And so we've, we've, now, uh, we've engaged folks who require data protection. Uh, and a lot of the people who started that cloud native journey on the OpenStack side, that being everyone from telcos to defense manufacturers to government to to retail and, and tech uh, companies that are that are hubs and pillars to this community, um, these were the folks that had started that and continue that cloud native journey and have adopted things like Kubernetes, um, and they were at the forefront of this. And these were the folks that actually said, "Trulio, I love what you guys have done 
for me in the past because everything that we do is software only, agentless, forever scalable, native to everything we touch, um, multi-tenant, et cetera. And our customers were the one who said, we want that for Kubernetes. And so we started over from the first line of code. It, we built it with Go. And we've deployed a solution that has a lot of TLC behind it from not just those tier one customers, but also the, the ecosystem of players, right? We, we're close to a lot of the Linux providers out there. We've been strategic to them for a long time. And so we've gathered their input so that we know when we launched Trulio Vault for Kubernetes, it was, a, it was the solution that, that the, the community needed. So it's been fun. That sounds like fun. You know, with malware, th with malware threats, you know, becoming more sophisticated and just like you were saying, if things are getting more complicated, more, you know, more a mix of a whole lot of different um, prem, on-prem, cloud native, non-cloud native, uh, you know, all these different environments happening. What can you tell us about ransomware and malware and how it's how they're evolving to target some of these cloud native environments? Yeah, so I think <clears throat> taking a step back, um, I've done a lot of security work in my uh, in my career. Uh, once upon a time, I, I was a VC for a while, focused on security. And you know, uh, cybersecurity is really it's got to be a, a mindset in an organization. There's 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 no silver bullet. Right? So it's a, you have to have a holistic approach. And how are we going to approach to defend and analyze and, and recover. Uh, and as we look to things like ransomware, right, you know, uh, we talk about, you know, ransomware is not a matter of if, it's when. And companies need to recover as soon as they possibly can. So, you know, a lot of the times attackers will look to attack a company's backup system, actually the backup targets them, themselves. Um, encrypting that so you can't, so they hold you for ransom, right? Pay me and I'll give you the key and you can unlock your backups and, and recover. So Trilio has taken a number of steps to, to that actually adheres to the NIST framework that allows us to, you know, um, identify and discover and protect and recover uh, a host full of things. And so we, 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 we look at this and we say, all right, we want to, provide encryption, not just encryption at the storage repository, but from the application all the way down. And by the way, you can bring your own keys to the party. And so you, as the application owner, you have to be the only key to your data, kind of like, you know, Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. um, immutability. You provide immutable uh, structures of, of, of those points in time, so you can't touch it. We also layer things in like um, malware scanning, continuous scanning of your backups, right? Just because you've, you've tucked it away somewhere, the journey's not done, right? Something goes wrong, I need to not just quickly recover, which we provide, but you wanted the ability to assess and analyze. So one, I'll take that point in time, that running state of an application perhaps, or uh, a, a point in time, recover it into a sandbox and forensically take it apart and then continue to run scanners through other points in time. And then lastly, you know, recoverability, you know, things go wrong. Um, 
you know, you want to be able to recover with, with speed. You know, uh, IBM coined something as, as a minimum viable company, right? And so with Trilio, you can draw a ring around the number of mission critical or business critical applications. And if, and if something goes wrong, you can one, hit the button, recover all of them simultaneously in place or into a new cloud entirely. Or as we look to, as Trilio continues to evolve, we'll give you the ability to manage multiple clouds simultaneously using one single data source. So you've got one point of truth across multiple clouds. So, you know, okay. it's, journey, it's journey in and of itself. Yeah, it just got me thinking about something that uh, Linode CISO uh, once told uh, told me, and I think he lives by this: is be methodically paranoid. Uh, and I think it's just a great mantra to <laughs> to live to live by uh, on, especially in this space uh, with where with where we're all at now. You know, it's all kinds. Of, it's all it's a lot of scary stuff, uh, not only for you know individuals, but for enterprises and people operating in cloud native environments. Uh, how do people? You know what? What are some of the best practices that companies should be taking, one, to protect themselves? And then how do you recommend enterprises, you know, recover, right? Are there any best practices that helps them get out alive, so to speak? Yeah, good question. You know, I think uh, first and foremost, you know, when you start thinking about security and data protection, it should not be an afterthought. You know, a lot of times you get people who end up Buying insurance policies after something has gone bad because they've learned the hard way. Uh, don't be that person. <laughs> um, so you want to have uh, data protection as part of the architecture of what you're providing. And so it gives you the ability, not just uh, from a recovery aspect, but also the ability to rewind if you don't like how something's performing or use data protection uh, and you know Trilio for that matter as a portability tool, re reorchestrating a point in time into other environments, uh, if you want, from non-prod to prod, uh, as an example. So the, the, the journey is, is really interesting. Um, I would say from uh, a backup perspective and a DR perspective, test your backups. You know, um, kind of feel like, you know, mom and dad always telling you to, to Clear your plate, eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, yada, yada, yada. Well, test your backups. And you'd be surprised how often people don't do that. <laughs> I, am a I am a photographer. I know exactly what you are saying here. <laughs> I've got the, mm, three, the three, two, one rule for me. Oh, there, there, there you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, that's, you know, you have to do these things. And it's got to be part of your the process. It's got to be part of uh, how you manage your applications. And we start thinking about the management of applications, really. It's, um, you know, the cloud native journey, um, it's become a team sport. It's no longer one person that manages an application. So we've got everyone from DevOps to SRE to DevSecOps to IT ops and all these people. Everyone's got a responsibility to that living application now, right? So... Everyone's got to be assured to they can have the ability to recover if something happens. So I don't have to call someone at three in the morning. No more tickets to put in. Myself as a developer, I have the ability to, to recover. So have it as part of your framework. Test those environments. 
know that you can recover when you need to. And by, by the way, you know, we're, we're talking about this as far as managing and deploying an application. I'll tell you from an executive perspective, there are KPIs now that are going to be driven at the executive layers inside of companies that, that to be sure that you can recover your environments. So this is going to become a hotter and hotter topic as we look at, at a cloud strategy. I couldn't agree more because it's, as we, as we all know, and I think you said earlier, whether it is a breach or a disaster, it's not a question of if, it is a question of when. Uh, and, you know, the insight you've given us today has been been absolutely fantastic. Uh, and it's, I think it's going to go a long way towards helping others make the task of securing a complex IT environment just a little bit less overwhelming, uh, you know, as important as it is. So, David, thank you so much for sharing your insights today and uh, keep protecting everybody. Thanks for having me on, on the show, Mike, anytime. Thanks for listening to Craft of Code. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please subscribe to make sure you're the first to hear when we release future episodes. And we'd love it if you left a review. 